When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. We are back with another Coffee Chat episode. If you are new here, every Monday we catch up. We talk about what I'm learning right now, what's going on behind the scenes, and what to expect on the podcast this week. So, If you're down, grab yourself a coffee, a cup of tea, and let's catch up. I also need to preface, I am still getting over being sick. I'm much, much better than I was, but my voice is still a little bit off. So if I sound funny, that is what's going on. I apologize in advance. Um, So let's talk about what I'm learning right now. You all may have seen this if you're on TikTok or Reels or any of the social media platforms. A concept has gone around called the red car theory. And essentially, this is talking about how we perceive the world and opportunities. And the way that I saw this demonstrated was a woman asking a man, how many red cars did you see on your way to work today? And if you can, just take a second and ask yourself, how many red cars did I see on my work way to work today? But then she she moves on and she says, how many do you think you would have noticed and seen if you'd been told that you would get a certain amount of money every time you saw a red car? Then you would obviously know the exact number because most of us, we saw some red cars today, but we don't know how many. We didn't pay close attention to them. We just passed them by, not giving them a second thought. But if I had been told, yeah, you get five bucks every single time you see a red car, I would know exactly how many red cars I saw today. And she presented the concept that opportunities are like red cars. You may not see them if you aren't looking for them. And I love this because it's kind of the way that I've always thought about manifestation I don't think it's like magic, like what you put out just returns to you magically. I think it's that we're opening our eyes to look for the right opportunities. So now we're seeing them, we're noticing them, they become more important to us. They take more space in our mind and hold an importance that they didn't hold before. I think the same thing for angel numbers, right? I used to... um, not really think about seeing like 222 or 333 all in a row, right? I would just kind of not even notice it. But now I see it as a sign of good luck, right? I I notice it and I go, oh, an angel number, something good's going to happen today. So then my mind shifts and I start to look for the positive. Um, And I don't think that it's that magic is happening all of a sudden out of nowhere. I think magic is always happening all around us all the time. We may not see it if we're not looking. Another way I've thought about this is, you know, when people make really specific lists of who they want to date and they end up marrying someone who has all of the qualities on that list. 
And I don't think that this is manifestation. I don't think you write the list of everything you want and then you magically, someone pops into your life who has all of those qualities. I think instead you created a filter for yourself that guaranteed that you would say yes when it was the right person and no when it was not. And I think that that's the magic of predetermining what you want saying it to the universe, claiming that for yourself because you know what a yes is for you and the no becomes so much more clear. So then you can more easily say that is actually not an opportunity for me because it is not leading me in the direction I want to go. But look at all these opportunities that I am seeing now because I know where I'm heading. So that is what I'm thinking about this week. Three good things this week are all sickness themed because your girl has been ill. So the first one is eucalyptus shower bombs. I got these in my stocking, gosh, maybe two years ago for Christmas. I am the kind of person who loves to savor a good thing. If I have something that I'm looking forward to, I will try my hardest not to use it for as long as I can. This is definitely a social seven thing, like prolonging satisfaction. I have gift cards that I am am like a legitimately concerned have expired at this point because I just like knowing they're there. Um, And I've been that way with these eucalyptus shower bombs because they're so special and I don't want to, I don't want to use them up so fast. But when I was sick, I was like, oh, a eucalyptus shower bomb is exactly what I need right now. We get ours from the local zero waste store. If you're in Asheville, it's called Wear, W-A-R-E, and we love them. And oh, it was so great. And the second thing is NyQuil. I think it's underrated. NyQuil used to be the only quill. Do you guys remember that? And then Dayquil came in and you could use it all day long. It didn't make you sleepy. And it's like NyQuil never existed again to me. And my sweet, sweet mother, she brought my birthday present over and I was like, listen, we're really sick. Our house is, it's a sick house. So enter at your own risk. And she, she was like, anything you need. And she, I was like, we would not turn down Dayquil. Um, And she came with two jugs of Dayquil, a whole NyQuil bottle. She made me soup, you guys. She made me soup, like the soup of my childhood. And it was was absolutely incredible. I was so grateful. Um, And the NyQuil was my favorite part because I had a whole night where I could not sleep. Like I was up all night. I felt like I was like suffocating (laughs) and I was awake every hour on the hour and Ever since I've taken NyQuil at night, slept through the night like a baby, I'm usually afraid to take sleepy type of medicines because I'm afraid I'm going to wake up feeling worse or like more tired or groggy. And I haven't. I've woken up spry as a feather. I woke up at 4.30 this morning, bright and bushy-tailed, ready to go, <laughs> which sounds really early, but I wake up at 5, so it's not it's not crazy. But I was ready to go, super excited, and... I think it's the NyQuil. So thank you. Thank you, NyQuil. And then my third is grocery delivery. Y'all, I cannot tell you how badly I need a grocery delivery this week. I was Friday. 
I was like on the couch and I was like, okay, we're going to get up and go to the grocery store. We're going to do it. We're going. And I just could not. I was so sick. And then I kept thinking about all of the sweet like older people that I see at the grocery store with their masks on and how I'm like, I cannot send infection into their homes. I don't, this isn't COVID. I literally think I had like a cold or like a respiratory illness of some kind, like nothing. It's not that deep, but I don't know. I felt, I felt like I'm going to make you guys sick or, you know, send sickness out into the world. So I just ordered my groceries delivered and it was a dream. Modern convenience, my friends. Thank you so much. I have also confirmed that it is definitely more expensive. I have been budgeting like a mad person lately and just really thinking about where every single dime is going and and how I'm spending it. And um, I've turned it into like a puzzle game and I've gone full Rain Man on this thing. But I am very into it. And I have decided that the way for me to stay within grocery budget, I, I think this is brilliant, guys, is to use Instacart as my grocery list. And then if it's in budget in Instacart, then when I go to the grocery store, I can, as long as I'm staying under the price that is on Instacart, which it is always cheaper at the store, then I'm well under budget. And I feel so smart doing that, honestly. Has it worked perfectly? Absolutely not. There have been weeks where I have not met my budget because it's just sometimes you just got to get the necessities. You run out of olive oil and you run out of toilet paper and you run out of salt all in the same week and that stuff adds up. But it's been very fun game. Okay, I'm going to move on now. Last week, things that happened over here, obviously I was sick. I We got the same illness, my husband and I, and it was basically like a five day thing. Like you felt it. I like the day you felt it to the day you started to feel better was about five days. I think for him, he's ahead of me a little bit. So I think it was like a week before he didn't sound sick anymore. So I have like maybe a day or two left of feeling like I still sound sick, even though I don't feel sick, if that makes sense. But that's what happened. I also am working on a freelance project right now, and that has been going well. I've been coaching, which has been going great. And then I navigated being sick with making our food from scratch for the first time. So if you don't know, over the winter, like December into January, I got really into making all of our food from scratch. Not... Yeah, just about everything I could make from scratch. So like all of our bread items, any of our sauces, most things I'm making from scratch. And I don't know if I'll do that forever, right? But right now that's that's working for us. And I haven't been sick yet since I started doing that. And that was a challenge. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what people do (laughs) when they get sick and they're you know, have been doing this forever because it's not like I could just tag my husband in to cook dinner because I've comp dinner has become much more complicated now. And so that's just, it's, it's tricky. I don't know how that will play out long-term, but that was an interesting experience. It worked out fine. I actually made some of my best bread 
while I was like in the thick of it, I made some bagels that were really good. I made some sourdough I was really proud of, some sandwich bread that worked out really great. Like I, it actually was fine. And I honestly think making bread especially is not that hands-on. It seems like a lot, but it's not that labor intensive really. But cooking the meals was, that was tricky. There were a couple of nights there where I was like, not sure I was going to make it through, but we survived obviously and everything is fine. (laughs) um, What I'm feeling vulnerable about. So what I'm feeling vulnerable about uh, this week is I have not really been on social media in like two months. I've scheduled content on Instagram. I've responded to a few comments and messages. I'm currently not even posting on Instagram. Like not even in stories. I just, I just don't feel excited to be there. I'm really like, I'm making a lot of changes in my life and in my business. And right now, social media doesn't feel like a huge priority. And that is crazy based off of like how I've run my business so far. And I feel vulnerable about it. I feel like, oh, I'm supposed to be like always available, always on, always going. And right now that's not actually like the wisest choice for me either. So it's just strange. And I feel a little bit vulnerable about it. I am feeling proud of, I made the choice to not read seasonally this year. So normally I read by season. I started this like two years ago and it was really fun. So I would read like poetry and classics in the spring. I would read like pleasure summer beach read books in the summer. In the fall, I would read magical like fantasy or thriller, spooky kind of stories. And then in the winter, I would read like memoirs and short stories. Now, I like to do this sometimes. I put like these restrictive games on myself to encourage more of what I want because it can like really enhance an experience. Like reading a beach read in the summer is peak summer to me. Same thing like reading a thriller or a fantasy in the fall. It like enhances fall. Oh, and the same thing for reading classics in the spring. Are you kidding me? It feels so magical. But I also sometimes find that it limits me. It gets to the point where it's no longer, I lose sight of the reason I did it in the first place. So I want to read books that I'm excited to read that enhance the way that I want to feel. But I started to do the restriction for restriction's sake, which I can kind of get carried away with sometimes. And I started to notice it feeling like rules and pressure and restriction that was like not necessary and it no longer felt life-giving and it started to feel life-sucking. And that whole thing I've been asking myself, is this expanding me or contracting me? Reading seasonally this year has been contracting. It's not been expansive, which I think the last two years has been very expansive. So I being able to like listen to how something's feeling on my body, choose a different path, make a new plan, that feels really good. I'm really proud of that. Now, my core values for the month of February are belief, integration, and expansion. I'm going to practice belief by doing positive meditations this week. 
I'm going to practice integration by prepping ahead on the weekends so that I can have shorter meal times throughout the week. So does that mean like chopping up the cabbage for cabbage soup or go ahead and like putting all of the ingredients into a bag together so that I can just pop them into the Instapot um, at the end of my workday? things like that. I'm thinking this way because this week I'm working a lot outside of my working hours. So I have like a 5 p.m. meeting today. I have a 5 p.m. meeting tomorrow and I have a 7 p.m. workshop that I'm teaching on Thursday. This is really abnormal for me. I also have an 8.30 a.m. meeting on Friday. I am normally very much in the, the nine to five work hours and that makes cooking dinner really tricky. So I'm wanting to prep ahead on the weekend, make it easier for myself so that as much can be done as possible so that I can still cook the way that I want to cook without, you know, burning myself out. And finally, expansion. I want to feel expanded this week by working out of the house at least once this week, just getting out, being around other people. (laughs) That feels good. Once I'm fully over the sickness, that'll feel nice. And my self-care challenge. So last week it was to go for a walk every day. Obviously that did not work out. I was ill and I was like, no way, no how am I going out in the cold for a walk right now. But this week, I am going to continue that goal, but I'm really going to expand it out a little more to just movement every day. Even if that's yoga, I just think that has to be okay for me right now. And I think that I like the challenge of like, I'm going to move myself every, move my body every day, but I don't necessarily have to like do a cold plunge every day. Like I don't have to suffer for my movement. I can do yoga. I can lift weights. I can, you know, go for a walk. I can go for whatever kind of movement feels good to me that day. Now what's coming up in terms of content this week? Tuesday, I am answering a question that came in through the podcast phone line about why am I a three if I'm not a perfectionist? Then Wednesday, we're talking about the pairing of types one and eight. Thursday is our notes from therapy episode. And then Friday is a continuing and rounding out type one on the relationship series, doing the pairing of one and nine. So This week is an invitation to identify what you want so you can recognize an opportunity when it's there. We're going to end today with a quote from Tom Peters. If a window of opportunity appears, don't pull down the shade. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here, and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.